0: What's up? It's your boy Ruby Rube, coming at you from the Gathering Strength podcast. The Yetis, Equited, Iyundo. We gather strength as we go. Now I am broadcasting out of the beautiful, gorgeous, and expensive Livermore, California, home to the wineries, to a rodeo, and a couple crackheads. Now, like always, I am a busy man, and I don't have all day to be creating podcasts for you guys. As much as I would love to enlighten y'all all day long, And I got things to do, places to be, and in a little bit, I need to go pick up my son from basketball practice. So onward from these shenanigans and into the word of the day. Now, what is the word of the day? Oh, hey, glad you asked. The word of the day is chaos. The definition of chaos is complete disorder and confusion. Mm -hmm. Another definition is behavior so unpredictable as to appear random, owing to great sensitivity to small changes in conditions. The formless matter supposed to have existed before the creation of the universe. Mm. Fascinating stuff chaos. Now, before I understood the complete definition of this word chaos, I thought chaos was that one scene in Kindergarten Cop where Arnold Schwarzenegger was going undercover as a school teacher and because he did not have the credentials or the know-how or any expertise on how to deal with little kids in a classroom setting, that classroom in which he was going undercover to, I don't know, thwart off some bad plan, those kids overtook him and his classroom was in chaos. While that is a chaotic situation, well, your boy Ruby Ruby is going to enlighten you a little bit more because this word of the day, chaos, is today's subject meat and potatoes of a podcast. So let's move onward from the word of the day and into the subject of today's podcast. Now the subject of today's podcast is going to be about a philosophical quote that I would love to believe that I made up. But because I have so many influences in my life, Man, I don't know if I heard this from a Seinfeld episode, from a movie, from a book, from a conversation. Who knows where I could have potentially picked this up. So, I'm going to ask you, you listeners out there, I'm going to ask you if you have ever heard this philosophical quote. The philosophical quote that your boy Ruby Rube is going to claim to have made up. Because, hey, I have thoroughly tried to vet and go on to Google and go on to Bing. And I asked all my my social media uh, network if they have ever heard this quote. And I can't find it online. Nobody has said that they have ever heard of it. So, as of right now, I am going to be the creator of this awesome philosophical quote. Now, the quote is, Life is chaos, but wisdom brings order. Now, at the time when I came up with this philosophical quote, I was reading a lot of Jordan Peterson. And in Jordan Peterson's books, he talks about chaos and order a lot. And... There was this, this time when, well it was last year, I was training for an Ironman triathlon. It's 140.6 miles. It's a 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike ride, and a full marathon, 26.2 miles all in one day. In which case you have cutoffs, you have uh, 17 hours to finish the entire course. So, needless to say, this took a lot of training. And I was able to discover for myself that the best thinking that I have ever done in my entire life came whether I was on a long cycling ride, a long swim session, or a very long run. And I spent all of those hours by myself with no music. With only my thoughts to propel me forward. Yep, I'm one of those psychos who trains with no music. Because, man, music can throw off my vibe. I don't need a Katy Perry song to come on and talk about fireworks and kissing girls and liking it. Man, that's going to throw me off. I need to use that time to sort myself out completely. And one of the best ways that you can do the best thinking is when you're out in nature. And by golly, all of my Ironman training was out in nature. So, if you were to ask yourself, put yourself in this situation. Let's say you're looking at a four-hour training session. And that's just on the bike. So, here you have four hours with no music. You're in nature, and what are you going to think about? You told yourself you were going to ride for four hours, hey, and then you know what, after those four hours, you're going to go run for an hour. So a five-hour brick training session with no music, just you and your thoughts and nature, with your oxygenated blood saturating your brain. All of the the dopamine and serotonin just being thoroughly squeezed. Squeezed from your brain and circulating all throughout your body. What type of thoughts do you think that you're going to think of if you're put in that predicament? When I was out there all alone, and so check this out. Hey, let's add another another little dose of reality, man. All of, not all of that time, but a vast majority of that time was in the dark. Sheesh. So here we are at way before the sun is even thinking about coming up. Your boy, Ruby Rube is out on the bike cycling. I already got the miles in and I'm by myself with no music, just thinking. And man, some of the greatest thinkers come from places of deep solitude. Uh, there was a podcast episode that I created a few episodes back talking about how Robert Green, the author of the 48 Laws of Power, uh, he was thinking about Malcolm X and how Malcolm X was forced into solitude because he had to go to prison. Yeah, apparently Malcolm X was a knucklehead back in the day, and he got in trouble, which landed him some hard time in the penitentiary. But he was able to use that time to develop his intellect, and he came out as the Malcolm X that we all know and love today. So while your boy Ruby Rube wasn't in prison, I wasn't locked up behind bars. Well, because first of all, no prison can contain me. Come on, let's get that out of the way. Now, I wasn't behind bars, but I was in solitude completely and thoroughly by myself for hours and hours and hours, hundreds of hours. And the only thing that I had to do was think, man, and I love it. I totally loved it. You know what? People say that they can't work out without music and that they need this and that. And I'm like, hey, you know why? Why, why do you always need music? Why can't you just go? Why can't you just propel yourself? And what I found, or what I think, what I have hypothesized is that people can't stand to be alone. People can't stand to listen to the voices in their head. People need distraction. Essentially, it's like a little baby's baba. Now, once again the philosophical quote that I came up on one of these Ironman training sessions. Oh, man, you know what? And when it came to me, I was excited because I was I was thinking about it. Like I said, that's all you have is time to think. So um, I was developing and working on and identifying my own philosophy, identifying my own virtues and values out on some of these runs. And so this wasn't the very first philosophical thought that came to me because I was already in the practice of uh, capturing these highest thoughts that were coming to my mind. And you know what? Essentially, when you capture your highest thoughts, those are your whys. And I was given the advice by many of the great athletes to find your why. Not only find your why, identify it, write it down, and spend time with it. Because there's gonna be some point in your life where adversity and being uncomfortable is going to manifest itself and you're gonna be in the middle of a storm and you're gonna to need to know why you're out there putting your body through whatever sort of suffering that you are subjecting yourself to. Now, if you don't know your why, and if it's not a big why, if it's a shallow superficial why, you are going to quit. You're going to be like, man, this is not worth it. I quit. Hey, and you know what? I don't blame you because why are we going to suffer for something that is pointless, that is shallow? Nobody wants to suffer something for something unnecessarily. To suffer for something unnecessarily, I think Jordan Peterson says that that is a sort of hell. And when you think about it, it's like, hey, to suffer unnecessarily. Why are we doing this? Why are we subjecting ourselves to pain and discomfort? For, for what now? Now, if you don't know your why, then it's obviously unnecessary and you need to stop that needless suffering. Oh, but not your boy, Ruby Rube. Oh, I had my why. I had plenty of whys I find whys everywhere all day so I used that time to identify and hone in on my choicest whys on my top tier whys the tippity top top my one percent of whys are potent those are going to get me through anything you know why because I know why So the quote, one more time, let me know if you heard it anywhere. Could have been on a damn Lisa Frank stationery pad back in 1996. So the quote, life is chaos, but wisdom brings order. So let's break down that philosophical quote. Now life, we all know what life is. Life is what you make it. Forrest Gump said, Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And you know what, man? That is profound and heavy, too. Because, hey, you never know what you're going to get. But let's not focus so much on the Forrest Gumpness of his bus stop philosophy. And let's get back to the nitty gritty. Life, it is exactly what you make it. You have a job, you have duties, you have responsibilities. You have all of these things. You have all of these different hats that we wear. And said uh, William Shakespeare said that a man throughout his life will, will wear many hats. And all of these hats that we wear that constitute and make up our lives, a lot of it is chaotic. A lot of it is chaos. And a lot of it we're going to start out of... Uh, Foolishly, because we're not going to know everything that needs to be known when we start to take on these new hats. For example, let's say you are a new driver. You're you're 15, 16 years old. You're, you just got your permit, and sure, you might know the rules of the road as it pertains to passing a test on a piece of paper but my guy you know nothing right can we all agree on that and now because there's all of these different driving situations and circumstances and conditions you got to be able to drive in the rain and the snow you have to be able to drive during the golden hour when the sun is looking you directly in the face and you are not tall enough to completely utilize the sunshade, but you're, you're too small, and it's just like, man, right in your face. You're going to have to be able to navigate through that stuff. So, driving for that freshly minted, permitted uh, youngster, driving is going to be chaotic. Driving is going to seem, let's see, let's get back to the uh, definition of chaos. Driving for that new person is going to uh, be complete disorder and confusion. Uh, Behavior so unpredictable as to appear random. And when you are a new driver, you're going to be driving down the road. You're going to see some situations unfold before you to where, hey, that's going to look random, but a more experienced driver is going to have the wisdom to put the rules of the road and whatever situation and circumstance that they're in, they're going to be able to put that into order. They're going to be able to recognize a a erratic driving person when someone is going to pull out into the road, when someone is going to be doing something that is not obeying the rule of the road. And if you have a newly frank, fresh minted driver out on the road, they're not going to be able to anticipate the wackiness that some of these drivers are susceptible to um to do now a more experienced driver with wisdom with years of experience and practical um driving knowledge and wisdom they're going to be able to get you to your destination much safer than that freshly minted driving teenager And now that is just an aspect of driving. Now let's talk about your finances. Let's say your finances, week after week, you're getting paid, but you're not making any more money. You find yourself actually falling into debt more. And you're like, man, what's going on? I'm working all these hours, but I still have no money at the end of the week, at the end of the month, at the end of the year. It's the same old, same old. So, because you don't have any financial wisdom, the chaos in your financial world is going to remain um, unpredictable. It's going to appear random. There's no form to it. It's complete disorder and confusion. You can have chaos in your finances. Now, how do we remove the chaos from our finances. And hey, part of life is, hey, is managing our finances. So once again, life is chaos. Your finances can be chaos. And how do we bring order or remove chaos from our finances? With wisdom. We're going to need to learn some financial financial strategies, some financial discipline, some financial planning. We're going to need to know that, hey, if you want to save money, you cannot spend more than you earn. That's simple math, right? Now, let's say um, you have a financial goal and you want to buy a house or invest in something. You're going to need to know your why you are saving the money. So that when a little impulse comes to go buy another Gucci belt, another snake skin uh, uh, belt, another Gucci sock, whatever it is, when those impulses come up and and you are attracted to something that is shiny, similar to a a fish being tempted to a a little lure, a little dangler, you're going to know your why and you're going to be able to not give in to that impulse because you have a bigger why. So therefore, you are going to be bringing some order from your financial chaos by applying wisdom. And once again, life is chaos, but wisdom brings order. Now, let's say apply that statement into any realm and There's always going to be chaos and there's always going to be potential for wisdom to bring order into the complete confusion and disarray and the formless, the formlessness of whatever situation that you're in. Whether you are a electrician or, you know, hey, just a let's say you are someone who is trying to swap out, uh, I don't know, some electrical outlets in your house. And you have no credentials, you don't know what you're doing. Sure, you watched a couple YouTube videos, but hey, just your luck, you watched the wrong YouTube videos. (laughs) And because you watched the wrong videos, you obtained the wrong information, and your situation is still going to be chaotic. Now, let's apply that same logic into our marriage or your relationship. Or in your, your dating, your dating situation. Now you and your significant other, you've been butting heads. You have been fighting, bickering, going back and forth. And, you know, your situation, your home life is chaotic. Now how do we make things right? How do we remove the chaos? Your boy Ruby Rube wants you to have a buff body, a buff mind, a buff spirit, and a buff bank. And when we are fighting and bickering with our significant others and they're draining us of our mental energy, you can be sure that we're going to be roaming around life diminished and drained. So, man, we need to get ourselves situated. We need to remove the chaos. We need to remove the complete disorder and confusion as to why there's bickering and resentment and animosity towards the relationship and we need to apply some wisdom to that. We need to work on ourselves. We need to work on figuring out and getting to the bottom of hey, why is there so much strife? Why is there so much frustration and anger? How come we aren't getting along? You're going to need to figure that out. And how do we do that? Hey man, once again, the wisdom brings order. You don't gain wisdom and then not apply it you gain wisdom apply it and then you thrive you remove the chaos and because you you had chaos in your relationship and you applied some wisdom which brought order you are now removing the complete disorder and confusion and when you are confused that means man hey you're looking at yourself and things seem unpredictable and they seem random. They appear to be random. Your relationship has no no form. Because when you're living in a chaotic situation, it's formless. It's unpredictable. It's disorder and confusion. Man, And you can have, like I said, chaos in your finances, in your job, in your marriage. All over. Your body can be chaotic. You're eating can be chaotic. Your whole life can be chaotic. Your whole life can be completely disordered. It can be confusing to where, like, hey, you don't even know why you're doing it. You're just doing it. Your life can um, appear unpredictable, random. It's like, man, you don't even do, you don't even have a routine, You have no routine in your life. And that's why it's chaotic. And the things that you do are sloppy and they have no form. Just totally random. Man. So, life is chaos. Wisdom brings order. We need need to apply wisdom to our finances, to our relationships. Apply wisdom to all over our lives. Liberally and repeat. fascinating stuff. Let me know if you heard that philosophical quote anywhere, because if not, I'm going to slap it on a bumper sticker, throw it on some lunch pails, throw it on some swag. I'm going to start making some, some money off that. And as of right now, that is copyright, copyrighted and not to be used without the written consent of the Gathering Strength podcast. That will be it. Hey, boys and girls, I was taking advantage of a little situation that I had where I could just, hey, bang out one of these podcasts and, one, speak about something that I understand and improve my storytelling capabilities, hopefully, incrementally. I'm doing that little by little. And if you made it all the way to the end of this podcast, thank you. If you want to reach out to me in any way that you whatever streaming app you're listening to allows, holla at your boy. Let me know if your life is chaotic, but you have been able to, to apply some wisdom, which brought it into order. Let me know about all that. And until next time, it's onward. Always onward.